In today's Mishnah, we learn the third and fourth Mishnah from the first Parakim Sechta Psachim. The Mishnah begins, Rabbi Huda Omer, Rabbi Huda says, Bodkin or Abarasar, one should check for Chametz on the night of the 14th, as we've already explained. If one did not do so, then Abarasar Shachret, he should do so in the morning, the next morning, then in the morning of the 14th. And if he doesn't do then, then he should, he should still do Bidika Chametz at Bishat Bir, the time when one has to already burn the Chametz. So just to explain, really Chametz is Asu already from midday prior to Pesach. The, on the on the fourteenth, however, Chachamim required one to burn chametz an hour before that, the beginning of the sixth hour, uh, and that was by way of exera. We'll learn about in the next Mishnah. So Rabbi Huda says one has only up until that time to do bitikat chametz. Why? Because after that point is concerned, since it's already the time where it's where, of isul chametz, a prohibition of chametz applies, he's concerned that as he's going through bitikat chametz, he might find he might actually consume chametz in the process and then violate the prohibition. They say, If he doesn't check on the 14th, he should check on the 14th itself, the whole day. If he doesn't check on the 14th, he should check during Pesach itself. If he doesn't check during Pesach, he should check even meaning after Pesach. So why should he check after Pesach? That is because we have a, a, a law that Pesach, any chametz that one had in his possession after, during Pesach, after Pesach, there is an isur hana'a. There's a the chachamim forbade any benefit, deriving any benefit from that chametz. So therefore, there's a need to still do bidikat chametz even after Pesach. So let's return back to our debate here. Rabbi Huda said you stop checking by uh, the, the time of, of biur chametz. Chachamim, according to this way, we understand the Mishnah even throughout, throughout Pesach itself. So, in other words, Chachamim here, they understand that since one is searching to remove chametz, they are not concerned that in the process someone might actually end up consuming chametz like Rabbi Yudah was. Why? Because all the whole purpose of his searching is to remove chametz. Therefore, there's no real concern he might then not think and then consume it. Uh, that's one way of explaining it. There is another explanation that the, the, the Nur brings and that, that explains the words of Mishnah slightly differently. Which is as follows: Lo yivdok or ba'arbasar, then yivdok ba'arbasar. You should check in the morning. Lo vadak ba'arbasar. If he doesn't check in the morning of the fourteenth, then yivdok betoch hamod, meaning the time of biur. Lo batach betoch hamod. He checks even achar hamod, meaning the rest of the day of the fourteenth. However, according to this reading, Chachamim agree that one would not check during Pesach because during Pesach the prohibition of consuming chametz is already an isul karet, far more severe, and therefore Chachamim agree with Rabbi Hood and according to this understanding of the Mishnah, that one will not check during Pesach. Mishnah continues, that once he's checked, that which he leaves over, for example, eating during the night or for more of the morning breakfast, uh, or for the t- or for burning, he, Mishnah says, you should place in a, a, a protected, secluded place, so that just in case, if a piece is missing, you'll have to, you'll have to do bidika all over Again, let's now learn Mishnah Dalin. The Mishnah begins. Rabbi Meir or Meir, maybe Rabbi Meir says one can eat Kol Chamesh, the fifth, uh, the entire fifth hour of the day. So we've explained um, previously in our, our learning that the what does it mean first hour, fifth hour, sixth hour? We simply get all the daylight hours during the day and divide them into twelve. So during the summer, these hours would be longer than our normal hour. And, and meaning longer than 60 minutes, and during winter they'd be shorter. 
So what Mary is saying, one can eat the entire fifth hour, so up until an hour before, a halachic hour before midday, the sorafim, and he'd have to burn it at the beginning of the sixth hour. So we've already mentioned that the Chacham, when we explained the previous Mishnah, that Chachamim made a siyeg, they made a gzeira, a fence, bringing the time to remove burn chametz an hour earlier to prevent someone from making a mistake. Um, meaning they might make a mistake with the timing. They might think that the seventh hour is really the sixth hour. So they made a almost like a buffer to protect people from making the, from eating chametz already in the time of the Isur. Rabbi Huda says, actually, ochlin kol araba, one is allowed to consume it the entire fourth hour. However, during the fifth hour, unlike Rabbi Meir says you can continue eating chametz, then the, the Rabbi Huda says you can actually what's called tolin, meaning you no longer eat, but you don't have to burn it yet. The sorfin, but one is, but he agrees the beginning of the sixth hour that's the time of burning. So why is Rabbi Huda more machmir during the fifth hour? That is because, firstly, this is a type of mitzvah that's given to everybody. Everyone's responsible for themselves. And we're concerned that maybe they get the timing wrong. If you remember, if you remember most of the, the timing was determined by the sun. And they're concerned maybe it was a cloudy day. So he created an extra buffer period. However, importantly, despite the fact, according to Rabbi Huda, one is not allowed to eat during that fifth hour, according to Rabbi Huda, one is still, it's still mutar bahana, meaning one's still allowed to derive benefit from it, so he would, for example, still be able to feed it to his animals. Those are the Mishnah today.